Welcome back to The Verb, where I invite you to connect more deeply with Jesus and with others, often through an overlooked or unusual verb in the Bible. I'm your host, Heather Holloman. Thank you for listening to The Verb. Well, I'm so excited to be back with you all. This is season two of The Verb. I'm especially excited because I'm introducing my new book called The Six Conversations, Pathways to Connecting in an Age of Isolation and Incivility. I ended season one with a look at Philippians 2 and all I was learning about taking on the interest of other people and valuing them above myself. In fact, I've spent the last few years reading all the social science research I could and reading the Bible again through the lens of what we're learning about how to connect well with others in loving conversation. I care deeply about the loneliness epidemic happening, especially on college campuses. I'm really concerned about the health studies coming out, about the effect of chronic loneliness on the body. And I'm really, really concerned that people just don't know how to connect in what I call an age of isolation and incivility. So this season of The Verb really focuses on what I'm learning in the Bible about loving connection. And I'm also going to talk about the book Scent, which is a book we wrote, my husband and I together, on how to really see your scent identity to move out to be able to talk to people in loving ways about our relationship with Jesus. So I want to encourage you today from Philippians 2 and also Galatians 6 about this mindset I learned that we really need to rehabilitate in our lives in order to connect well with other people and also enhance our relationship with Jesus. And that is the skill of curiosity or what researchers call interpersonal curiosity. I've become fascinated with Philippians 2 because in a very simple verse, Paul really shapes the way we can interact with other people, and it might just change your life today. In Philippians 2, 4, Paul says this, let each of you look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. The verb I want you to remember today is this idea of look. Look up, look out, Look outside of yourself. Look away from yourself in order to take on the interests of other people. I ended last season talking about what it means to value others above yourself, and I'm really thinking deeply about taking on the interests of other people. If you look around at the people in your life, neighbors, your spouse, your children, a lot of people don't know how to ask really good questions rooted in the art of interpersonal curiosity in order to draw people out and know what their interests are. I've been challenging myself with the neighbors and friends and colleagues and students of my life to learn three things. I want to know, what are your major stressors? What upcoming decision do you have to make? And what thought is keeping you up at night? When you ask those questions of a friend or a family member or even a stranger who you're just starting to talk to, maybe on the subway or as you're walking around campus, even if you just say, it's been so fun talking to you, I like talking to people about what their major stressors are, you'd be amazed how quickly you can have a warm and loving conversation, even with someone you just met. Those questions are wonderful because they help us enact what Paul talks about in Galatians 6. He says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. What I'm most excited about in terms of the research for the six conversations was what I learned about how to have a warm and loving connection with people. When you're curious and you begin to unearth these things about what people are carrying in their life, you can then move into the mindset of believing the best 
expressing concern for their lives, and then sharing your life. When you express concern for someone, you're basically telling them, look, you don't have to carry this stress alone. I would like to listen. I would like to support as I can. And I would like us to bring this concern to the Lord. It's a beautiful way of just enhancing your relationships with one another. But it has to start with the idea of curiosity. Now, a lot of my students ask me, how do I develop the skill of curiosity? If the Bible is so, you know, so clear with us about how we should be taking on the interests of other people, valuing them above ourselves, and my argument is, how can you know what people's interests are or their burdens if you don't ask them, if you're not curious about their lives? So there are three dispositions or kind of ways I want you to think. A disposition of the heart, meaning you're changing your mindset about what you believe about people. I want you to believe that every person in your life has something to teach you, no matter how young, no matter how old. What if God put them in your life because they have a -a one-of-a-kind viewpoint on the world and something they say will teach you something new that you might just need to know? The second thing I want you to remember is the person you're talking to, you may actually have a life-changing conversation. I talk to my students and my colleagues, and sometimes I ask this question. I ask, Can you remember a time when you had a conversation that actually changed the course of your whole life? Usually the answer is yes. People can remember that they connected with someone. They had a meaningful conversation, and that conversation was just what they needed to set them on a new path. The last thing I want you to remember is that the person in front of you is of infinite value. They're of infinite value as someone made in the image of God. They're of infinite value in terms of the experiences they've had, the things God's teaching them. They can showcase something to you about God that you would maybe never discover on your own. It's a beautiful way to think differently about the people in our life. We're in a culture where it's really easy to become self-focused. You know, I call it self-obsession in my own life, where you're just sort of thinking about yourself, you're on your phone all the time. I'm, I'm doing the same thing. I'm on TikTok so much. Lately, I've been putting my phone down and looking up, looking out, seeing the people around me, and being brave enough to take what's called a pro-social risk to ask a question rooted in interpersonal curiosity. I talk to people all the time, and they say to me, well, how do I know how to begin? Isn't it rude? Isn't it nosy? Won't people not like me? No. The research shows that people are waiting for someone to ask them a loving and meaningful question. And people will like you more than you think. Even if the question seems inappropriate or awkward to you, people love it when you look at them and you say, I just have a question for you. It's pleasurable for the brain, and it's something that's going to invite a loving and warm connection that now we know is the foundation of personal happiness. You can ask a question rooted in one of the six dimensions of being human. So the verb that you're remembering is you're looking out, and then I want you to venture into these six categories. Every person you meet is social, emotional, physical, cognitive, volitional, and spiritual. In other words, every person you meet, you can say, hey, uh, how are you doing? Who have you been spending time with lately? That's the social category. Emotional. Hey, how have you been feeling about this thing that happened? Everyone's physical. You can ask people, how are they sleeping? How is their body feeling? What about physical spaces around them? How are they liking their bedroom? Did they get anything new? Are they doing any home renovation projects? 
People love you to ask them, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. What have you been thinking about? That's the cognitive category. Volitional is related to choices or decisions. Asking people, hey, it's so good to see you. How did you decide to, whatever it is, how'd you decide to go to the game? How'd you decide to get season tickets? Why'd you decide to go to Starbucks today? I'm so curious about your coffee preferences. And the last category is obviously my favorite, which is the spiritual category. What have you been thinking about God lately? As you venture into curiosity, you'll do what Paul says. You'll take on the interest of other people, and you will begin to bear their burdens. So remember from Philippians, look to the interest of others. Thank you for listening to The Verb. You can buy the six conversations, Pathways to Connecting in an Age of Isolation and Incivility at Moody Publishers or wherever books are sold. Thank you so much for your support.